0: Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined by my good old friend, Aram in Toronto. What up, Aram? Uh, not
1: much. It's good to be back again.
0: So we're headed into the stretch run of the season. How do you feel?
1: I'm super excited for the stretch run. This is, uh, you know, it's a long season, and we kind of like are seeing... The end of it uh, ahead, and there's lots of things to talk about that I want to ask you about.
0: Before I get into it, I have a quick announcement: uh, the Oakland Warriors podcast now officially has a YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes in the description. Uh, right now, it doesn't have a uh, hundred uh, subscribers yet, which is what you need to get like a custom URL or whatever. So, if you want to be helpful, and if you want to check out some of the episodes on YouTube, I'm starting to shoot more video now and everything, like this episode is going to be uh, on video. You're going to see <laughs> me and Aram, because uh, that's like what everybody wants from a podcast. Right? They want to see <laughs> whatever. But no, if you want to uh, check it out, just uh, check out the show notes and uh, subscribe if you can. And that'd be hugely helpful and I'd appreciate that. Um, all the episodes from the past, all 198 are there now. And from here on out, I'm going to post new episodes there as well. Some will have some video, some may not just trying some stuff out and maybe some BTS stuff behind the scenes stuff, not the Korean K-pop band. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have a lot more subscribers that way. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, check that out.
1: Anyway. Yeah, hey, 198 episodes. That that's uh, that's like Family Matters
0: territory. Or, uh, <laughs> you're in
1: heavy heavy syndication, not quite Cheers, but uh, 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 it's a lot of episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. It was it was a uh, uh, an effort to turn all the audio MP3s into video MP4s and upload them and do all like the metadata description and everything. Well, you know, I'm
1: sure it's also an uh, an interesting reminder of also because this is not just this season, but it's also last season too. like the trajectory of these seasons, which, you know, we're two thirds into this one. And, you know, how different have these seasons been? And I mean, I don't I'm sure you didn't go back and watch all 198, but but, or maybe you did, um, but, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, season to season, it's just so, so different the the trajectory of it. And um, you know, I, I think a lot of people are uh, myself included kind of worried about where they are right now, but, but kind of thinking about where, where this team was last year uh, oh, yeah. at this time too. I mean, it was just like uh, kind of barely hanging on. Yeah, Um, obviously, you know, in a much different place, uh, much different roster, much different kind of uh, context in terms of the global pandemic and whatnot. But um, but still, I I think, you know, every season has a different life and, you know, it might be fun for for people to go back and uh, and check that out just to, you know, help us remember like uh, this season has been fun, actually. You know, yeah. even even with the hand uh, it's been dramatic and and it has given us lots of things to talk about, really. Yeah, in a good yeah. Way.
0: From the outset of the season, like there just seemed to be so many storylines with so many of the players, the organization, and going through all the past episodes. No, for real, like I had to read all the descriptions the titles and everything because you know you're like which one is this and you just go chronologically and (laughs) it's it's crazy right because like you start the season and you go through like all the Wiseman stuff him getting COVID and then him starting out and showing all this potential and then his injuries the Kelly Oubre stuff and then getting to where like Steph Broke his ass, you know, broke his tailbone <laughs> or whatever. And then when he went on that run, you know, and closed out the season. And then in the off season, oh, actually, also uh, there's a I found the episode where I talked about Jonathan Kaminga for the first time, and I was like, oh, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. it's not like I'm a scout watching him and whatever, but just uh, seeing his first G league game and whatnot. And, and I think like, I was like, Oh, if the warriors are lucky enough to get the fourth or fifth pick in the 2021 draft, they should pray that he, he falls to them. And I was like, Oh, and he did. Yeah.
1: Pression, pression. So yeah. people should
0: go back and find uh,
1: find all those little nuggets. I remember one of the first episodes I was on uh, with you was uh, one of the first two games of last season, and uh, you know if people remember, Andrew Wiggins did not play well in those first two games, nope. and and I. <laughs> I don't know if I said it on the episode or if it was just in a chat, but I was like, should we trade him for Buddy (laughs) Healed?" And look at him now, right? Like, and and part of that is, you know, learning who he was, right? And seeing him play in this system and, you know, quote unquote, warrior's culture and all those kinds of things. And so, you know, it's really cool to see that upward trajectory. Sure, there's been, you know, uh, lots of bumps along the way with some other players, but. Um, But, you know, that's all part of it. And that's why we watch it, right? Because it's fun. It's fun yeah. to see those kinds of things happen or not.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And going back to the Kaminga thing, like, I was like, oh, way back when I, I said that he reminds me of, uh, of Kawhi Leonard. So I'm like, oh, you know, I got to pat myself on the back for being right about <laughs> something. <you know? laughs> that being said, it's like this season, like you were talking about, the trajectory and... It's been, you can't take the season for granted because it's been a lot of fun, you know, it's been ups and downs and whatnot. And we knew it was going to to be a certain type of season, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And I definitely want to get to, you know, what what's, what's ahead. But, you know, just looking back, I mean, I think it was Curry uh, who said it like the very beginning of the season that this was going to be a season of, of thirds, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of naturally is because where the All-Star break happens, it, it, there's about a third of the schedule left, maybe even a little bit less than that. But, but Curry said um, the first third, uh, you know, it's going to be us, you know, learning each other, getting off to a good start. Um, the second was going to be working Clay and Wiseman back into it. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen Wiseman yet, but, you know, and it was actually... You know, adjusting to Clay, but also adjusting to not having Draymond, right? And then the last third would be, you know, the the playoff push, but um, which that's just inevitable, right? Trying to peak at the right time, trying to get everybody healthy. So the, like those are the obvious things. But so this this last third is coming up, and I want to know what is something that you're looking forward to, and then we'll talk a lot about what we're worried about, but let's, let's, <laughs> let's start with, with something that you're looking forward to in this last, like 20 some odd games.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing Draymond play with clay and Steph. Yeah. I think that'll be an amazing moment to see them running the offense. And it'll just be very comforting overall to see, and, you know, and I also want to see them start clicking, you know, I want to, cause we're all confident more or less, of like oh you know when they're all on the court together they've never lost a series right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'd like to still believe that but obviously with clay being out two years and the game being a little bit different these guys just being a little bit older i want to i want proof positive of that that's the that's the first thing the second thing is as being a huge james wiseman believer I want to see him on the court. I want to see him on the court, plain and simple. I look forward to that because I do think knock on wood, there's no setbacks that he'll be able to just do his simple role, play his role, right? He said in a recent presser that he's just going to do whatever they need him to do. And I feel like if he showed up in September, if he showed up in December, then he would have to be integrated into the offense as more of a critical cog, right? Because, the team's identity wasn't really there yet hadn't been mm-hmm. uh set in stone, but now it is, and he would be almost coming on as if he were a buyout guy, right? Just come in, you're here for this, and then he could take the rest of the off season you know to develop get healthy and and work on his the other wrinkles and nuances of of his game so I'm looking forward just to seeing that and seeing him dunk a lob for the first time, just to re- remind people like, Oh yeah, he's good for that. You know, yeah. he's good, at, good for something, you know? So. No, it's
1: definitely like, we're already good. You can just help us continue to be good or help us get better. Right. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to come in here and save anybody, you know, last year he was definitely, you know, in part just trying to adjust to the league, but They weren't a good team last year and everybody was trying to make them a better team and they just weren't that good. Right. So plugging him in, yeah. Maybe sitting out and seeing how good they are, you know, seeing what they do um, just having a better understanding of the league and how it works. Um, Hopefully he can just plug in to it. And, and he just, he just needs to play eight to 12 minutes a game, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and do those things that he's talking about. You know, it's hard to know how much uh, the players are just trying to pump his tires and, and they're talking about, man, uh, he's going to be a beast. He's going to dominate. And um, you know, how yeah. much of that is real? Um, because, you know, I, I don't want to get my hopes up too much. And, and I have always believed that um, no matter what, uh, it all comes down to Steph and Dre and, uh, you know, and now Clay, obviously. But I feel like if you have Steph and Dre, you have a chance against anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to see those three, like you said, and I want to see these young dudes just flying off the wings with those three, you know, because like yeah. we have such an exciting uh, stable of like young dudes now. And and just to see them, uh, see them all working together in this final push. And I always look forward to seeing Draymond play at a high level. So yeah, definitely. I, I would say I'm I'm kind of like you know Kerr likes to do his thing where, hey, everybody needs to be ready, and it may put you in at any time. But I like I, Anderson
0: Varejao,
1: <laughs> so God, please don't. Um, but you know, I, I think he's done a pretty good job of coaching this year, and I think you know bringing on. Uh, veteran coaches coaching staff um and then shifting some of the roles has really accentuated his coaching job too but yeah i i kind of want to look forward to figuring out what his rotation is going to be i think it's getting there he mentioned that kaminga is gonna be part of a playoff rotation um and so that was kind of nice to hear that commitment right Mm -hmm. um but just more like you know who 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 does he trust? Because, like, <laughs> um, how much more Bielitza do we need to see? And and um, I think they're trying to give him as much rope as possible to get his legs back, his shot back, or whatever back that he doesn't have right now. And right, um, right. and they got to do it before that buyout deadline, right? So we we kind of just got through the the dog days, and you see it in the players, right? They really needed this break.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they were they were really lagging in this last five games you know, the one and four record after that eight win uh eight game win streak. So nine it, that was it, nine. Oh nine. Okay. <laughs> so there was probably one that they didn't deserve, but uh um, <laughs> or at least a, a few. few. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah really making that push uh is, is is something I'm looking forward to. Okay. Now more importantly, um because <laughs> uh as we've talked about many times we are old school Warriors fans. And so, uh, so worry is, is a big part of our, is a part of our fan experience. Yeah. So tell me something that you're worried about that is not Draymond green, not coming back. Cause that's obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Like we should all be worried that, you know, if he doesn't come back, then we have no chance. Um, And then the general worry of injuries. So throw those out because mm-hmm. those are yeah. a given. So, so what, what, uh is something that you're worried about and rate your like worry level.
0: Ah man, I don't know if I'm worried about this, but more just like curious and concerned, right? Worry would imply that like I think it's going to be a huge problem, but I want to see if Steph can become consistently Steph again. Mm. Cause we still haven't seen it. I think he's I mean I said on one of the episodes that he's out of his slump, right? And I think he is because he doesn't have the terrible body language from January. He fixed his shooting issue, whatever shooting from the balls of his feet now, instead of the toes or whatever that Marcus Thompson talked about. But this whole iffy streak that they've had in the month of February, if Steph was what he was last season, Mm -hmm. then it's all moot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then he puts yeah. so many of those games away. And granted last year, Steph was like MVP level, but right now he's, he's dropped off. Right. So that is a question mark for me because not only is, does like Draymond fix so many things, normal Steph fixes a <laughs> lot of those things. Right. He hits a couple of those threes. I mean, I've forgotten <laughs> some of the games recently, but one of them, he went one for seven right yeah one for seven from three it may have been the nuggets game i'm not sure but he hits two more of those they win he hits one of those they win or just even some of these
1: games where he he's missing these layups that uh that he often makes right or is you know shoots at a way higher percentage typically just like these things you know in a two or three point loss like makes a huge difference right
0: yeah so i mean that would be the primary thing for me to be honest uh, my level, if we go on a scale of 1 to 10, is like I'd say like a 6, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel, especially after the All-Star game and the break, I feel like Steph for all the years he's played in the playoffs and big, you know, big uh, situations, like he knows when to kind of take it to the next level. And I think maybe I'm hoping that he's kind of reset. And with twenty three some odd games left, that he sees what needs to happen, you know, and that he, he kind of just starts clicking. And especially after hitting sixteen threes in the all, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> like, that. I was gonna say <laughs> that'll snap you out. But hopefully, he, he, he,
1: he sees uh, he sees what works again, and it's like, oh yeah, sixteen threes in a game that'll work. Uh- yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, like, that's why my level is about six. You know, I okay. feel like he'll. He'll, he'll come through at least a little bit more maybe not mvp level but he could still get there
1: yeah i agree i think i think those some of those slumps were real and uh those percentages like you they were over an extended amount of time they seem to have kind of uh, rebounded a little bit so i i likewise i'm not i'm not overly worried but you make a great point that it's like you know if he, if he plays like that you know uh the stuff in the 15 and 5 run or he just even like a 85% of that uh like we're going to win a lot of games uh down this stretch so mm-hmm. um my my concern and i guess uh i'm probably not the only one um is just uh Kavan looney and center depth uh i mm-hmm. brought this up before i think but and you know bielis is always in in my mind <laughs> but uh you know he's He's been great this year um he's no that, <laughs> sorry, going back to looney uh looney's been great this year, and he's really saved saved us because of his uh he's just been solid, but mm-hmm. man he looked he looked tired uh which yeah. is like limping into the all star break and he's yeah. our only center right now, right mm-hmm. the only real one that you really trust, yeah, so you know sure they can. They can they can play a little bit at a time with JTA or Kaminga if they have to, um, and you know, sure the NBA is smaller than it's ever been, and you know, so on and so forth. But you you like to have the option, and and you don't want to lose a guy like that who knows the system so well, um, can match up against those big bodies, or just like lean on them for you know fifteen twenty minutes, right? It makes a huge difference. So I I I, I guess you know sometimes you you look at something that maybe is not that it's not this massive big deal. Right. And you kind of overblow it. So, um, so maybe in the grand scheme of things like Looney, like they would survive that. But, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's my, that's my big concern. Uh, actually, I have a, a, I have one of those big picture concerns, um, mm-hmm. but um, so my, my worry about Looney would probably be like, well, I'd
0: say a seven. Cause I'm a, generally a warrior. Um <laughs> Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win, that's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA 21 and over minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources void where prohibited minimum $5 deposit gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org org slash chat in New York, call eight seven seven eight H O P E N Y or text H O P E N Y four six seven
1: three six nine. Okay this is this is a, a bigger kind of um uh a bigger issue it's not it's not uh player specific but um so my worry level about this one is 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 pretty big seven or eight at least is is this the best window for a championship that they have and that they're gonna have with with the kind of core three guys because i you know i think we have talked and i think other people have talked about like oh i think we thought they'd be in better position next year you know like the young players have a year under their belt um clay has a year you know a year plus back but the west is pretty winnable this year and Mm -hmm. they also have really good role players who are gonna be in a playoff rotation that they're not gonna have next year right you know uh you know namely Otto porter jr gary payton ii i don't think either of them will be back um so so do you think that this is the best window that they have to win another championship
0: that's a good question because i think it could be it could be this year honestly it could be this year it could be next year right the clippers coming back are going to be a big threat yep All these young guys who are leading their teams, you know, they're going to have more experience and whatever. But yeah, we'll definitely lose some folks, but, you know, we might pick up some ring chasers. We might pick up a couple other guys. Clay might be better next season. You know, he might have even more confidence in his body. Kaminga will be better. Moody will be better. Poole will be better. And hopefully Wiseman will be better. So that being said, if you have an older Steph, an older Clay, an older Draymond, but also an older Kaminga, an older Wiseman, Moody, and Pool, then that's seven dudes to start building role players around. And the great thing about this mixture of guys is I'm excited to see what happens, what evolves, right? Like you said in An episode from earlier in the season. It's like Joe Lacob's not going to trade these young guys because they're all kind of like startups. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like he's a venture capitalist. He's not going to trade. This is what he lives for. And as a longtime fan, it's like I've always loved this homegrown talent. So like, just seeing how it plays out is fascinating to me. Are the old guys going to start showing their age more so? And are any of the young guys going to make that leap? So it it could be that this is their best chance, but it all really depends. See, It's one thing to say, like, if this were just a bunch of old teams, you know, the way that a championship team just like ages and fades into the sunset, right? They eventually get beat by a younger up-and-coming team. But there's a good mix. So yeah, may or may not, you know what I mean? So like, I think this year, next year, and even the year after... Are all going to be really interesting? You know, I I forgot when Draymond and Clay's contracts expire. Is it after next season or the season? I think it's after. uh, I think Clay might be in two years. Um, Maybe Draymond too. Then I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, So, but but regardless, like assuming that they're they're all under contract for uh, another couple years, then I, I think this three year stretch. It's not the only chance that they have, but it might be their best where like the old dudes are still up there close to the peak and the young guys are rising up because they're all not going to be at the peak at their peak powers at the same time. It's just finding out, you know, so. Well,
1: I mean, it's kind of one of those things that uh, Draymond at the beginning of the season said, like, I don't know if this is going to work. And a lot of people doubted this path because it's like pretty rare to to but it's a great point that you're making right and that it's like yeah if this was an old team i definitely would be like you know this is their only shot they gotta go for it i mean they are going for it but they have these young dudes uh who are are coming up and 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 ultimately like that's why they chose to do this i mean aside from the kind of like salary implications blah 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 blah, um Mm -hmm. you know they they that's why they're doing this and to extend that window or
0: else you end up like the Lakers where it's like, we're all old dudes. We got to go all in and trade all our assets yeah, to like, yeah. try to win a championship. Yeah. And then, and then, and then now LeBron's
1: like, you know, looking at the door, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Contemplating his way out. Right. So um okay well you you know what you made me feel a little bit better about that worry you know like uh maybe don't worry so much and just enjoy this but you know i i just i just feel like they have had a really good mix uh and they've hit it they've hit on a, a few of these minimum dudes right and uh and you always have to right in, in a salary cap kind of uh roster structure <laughs> is that you have all these you, they're always going to be top heavy and you need those minimum players to pull more than their weight right and it's just been cool to see minimum guys like uh like Otto and gp2 do that um but yeah you're right you know maybe they doesn't mean that they can't find the next one uh yeah you know? so
0: so um so i'm a little less worried now thanks yeah i mean even more so right because it's like whoa you get to play with steph and like there's like these young dudes that you know so like i said at the very least it's going to be really interesting and that's all you could really ask for it's true. It's true.
1: And and it's, it, it's been an interesting season. So um, I'm, I'm curious, do you have any predictions on the, the playoff seating like right now? I mean, they're way behind Phoenix. They're not going to get the number one. They're hanging on to two uh, right above Memphis and then doesn't matter. And, and, and who would, who would you like to see in, in the first round?
0: So in terms of where they'll end up, I think they'll, again, it depends on when Draymond and potentially Wiseman and even Igodala come back. But I mean, it's pretty obvious that they'll probably land in two or three, right? I mean, looking yeah. at the rest of their schedule, skimming it, it doesn't look that bad. They're playing a lot of like mediocre teams. So I think they can stick in the two spot, but Memphis they're coming on strong. I mean, plain and simple. So it really, really, it just depends. It's going to be two or three Phoenix. They're not going to catch. That's a huge chunk, six and a half with 23 games left. And yeah, there's no way there's even no way. with Chris Paul out. It's not like the Suns are going to tank. I mean, there's potential that they will make it interesting because they'll lose a few more games than they would otherwise. But, you know, the Warriors maybe could get within three games and that would make it fun if that if there's like a couple weeks left outside of that, uh, it'll probably be two or three in terms of who I would want to see the Warriors play in the playoffs. If I'm just looking at who is in the top 10, well, I'll tell you who I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Lakers. I don't want to see the Clippers. I don't want to see the Timberwolves. I will say that. (laughs) like. Yeah, so I, you I, want to see the
1: Nuggets or the Blazers?
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will. I will take the Blazers. I will take the Nuggets. I will take the Mavericks. I will take the Jazz. I mean, that would be later rounds, most likely. But those are just my preferences. I'm not scared of any of those teams per se, yeah. but there are things about each of those teams where it's like, oh, if things just kind of tip in the wrong direction, things could go get a little uncomfortable. You know, yeah, like the yeah. Lakers. With just LeBron and their vets, all of a sudden they could just go on a hot streak. The Clippers, even if they don't have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they just, I mean, they beat the Warriors recently and they just have a good mix of Ty Lu and some veterans and toughness and size. And then the Timberwolves, I mean, they just have confidence and hey, I, I'm a big Anthony Edwards fan. He's like a that X factor to me. So you know in general i wouldn't fear any of them but uh that's more or less in the first round at least that's who i would want to avoid and of course the grizzlies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean
1: i mean yeah that that's a later later rounds but they they're definitely i think they're my number one like team like that just you know they just play us so tough they match up so well against us and it's just uh, i mean it would be a great series but one that i would probably i may have the least confidence in i I think for a first i mean you know hey this is gonna be one of those things We'll come back at the end of the season be like oh why did i say that but um i don't i wouldn't mind seeing the nuggets you know it's it's kind of like what kind of series do you want uh to kind of you're gonna get through it like relatively unscathed you know Mm -hmm. um and i don't think a clipper series is that like they're they're gonna do whatever they can to beat up Steph, and Mm -hmm. i you know they won't the Clippers won't win, but it it could easily go to six games, you know, and it's like a tough and physical series. Right. But yeah, I, I kind of feel like the nuggets are the, are the, the team that I don't, I don't mind. Um, You know, that could change. They get Jamal Murray back uh, Michael Porter jr. (laughs) Who knows what kind of shape they'll be in now. Actually, I wanted to ask you, you said Lakers uh, that you don't want to see them. And I mean, you said it's like LeBron and, and uh, plus anybody in, and sure that's always a threat, but are, are you more that you just don't want to deal with that kind of circus and <laughs> the attention of that
0: kind of kind, of, kind <laughs> of, to be honest, like I'm, I'd be tired of like the LeBron storylines. I mean, yes. I've said this before. I obviously I know I respect him as like for what he's done and, uh, but um, I'm just tired of like, you know, I mean, people might say, Oh, like a Warriors fan getting tired of, of the media hype of uh, LeBron James, but you know, like they, they coddle his storyline so much. Yeah. Like it killed me like last year with all the, the oh, space jam. Oh, all the yeah, space, space jam Jams. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, Oh, come on, man. Like I'm, I, I don't need to see all, everybody just like hyping this up and going through like the, like you said, the circus, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I would personally love just to see the Lakers not even make it into the plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> just for fun. And you know, it's been a few days. I've totally forgot that AD got hurt. So we'll see what happens with them. But yeah, it's, it's primarily that primarily, I yeah, don't I think mean, the players you know, would lose it all, but yeah. No,
1: no, I don't think so either. And, you know, as, as a higher seed, you know, you, you, and a veteran high seed, like we don't really fear anybody, but you know, you, you know, you still do think about these matchups for sure. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um And that's just something to look at in this final third of the season. And I think mostly is that you look at the matchups because you, you need breaks to go your way, right? Like, especially, Uh you know, this is not the KD team, uh, KD era warriors. And so, uh, and even they had, uh, moments of like, uh, real drama, right. That you didn't know if they were going to get through. Right. And mostly Uh injury related, but, um, but you know this this team is not as good as those and so they do need breaks right and mm-hmm. every team needs breaks so yeah. you know so that's why the matchups really do matter uh how how they line up and you know are you going to get home court and those kinds of things um <clears throat> i guess my la- my my last thing kind of uh, alluded to a, a few things that came out of the all-star weekend was <laughs> uh the the chris paul injury like i mean personally uh, I don't think it really matters. They're so far up. Um, you know, Devin Booker was like, "Oh, it's great. He'll get to rest his legs," and yeah. uh, it's probably true, right? It's true. Like um, it's his his
0: hammies that he always pulls, right?
1: Yeah, but it is hard to be out for you know however many weeks, six to it's eight weeks. Be. Yeah, that's a long time, right? Yeah. Um, and and then just get back into the flow of things, and and you know, so for any players that are coming back from injury, and and our own as well, like Draymond coming back, how mm-hmm. how much. How much time is it going to have to kind of ramp up into playoff
0: mode? Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And just another reminder, check out the YouTube channel and subscribe to that. It'll be kind of mirroring these episodes just another way to listen if that is more convenient to you the url is in the show description in the show notes be sure to tell your fellow where your fan friend, friends to tune in and listen the Open reach podcast is produced by national Film society and is a part of the basketball podcast network you can find aram on twitter at aram caller <laughs> call here a r-a-m-c-o-l-l-i-e-r and if you're so inclined please do leave us a five star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and say nice stuff about it. That would be hugely appreciated. Thanks for coming on, man. Great to be here. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs.